Ladies and gentlemen of the congregation, it is here, episode 100 of the Motorsports Ministry. We've managed to get through a hundred of these things somehow. I don't know how, I don't know why, but here we are. And today, we got a pretty big episode, because joining me are three good friends of mine who've been on the show before. First off, we have William Richard, a.k.a. NASCAR Opinion. How we doing? What's going Come on? on? Say, say something. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I, you, you can bring me in here. I mean, you know, uh, we're just, yeah, I'm happy to be back on the podcast. I'm more surprised that I have sat down and listened to 99 of your episodes. That's the bigger shock here. True. And then we have Tyler, a.k.a. Vanilla Wafers of the NASCAR Field Fillers Podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me here at the back of the field, and thank you for having me on on a special episode. 100, that is huge. Thank you. And last, but definitely least, we have Johnny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be good because this is going to be great because, first of all, it it's episode 100 so thanks for having me on proud to be on 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 number 100 um it's quite surprising that um you 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 kept doing this yeah that you did 100 episodes when you only have three listeners but um you know (laughs) (laughs) hey three for dale baby he's keeping it OG. exactly yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, three listeners, three wins for the Colts. Um, I guess you like three. So that- <laughs> we have the same amount of wins as you, I think. No, we go four. This is a racing podcast. Say the football podcast. That's fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, thanks for having me on. And um, considering we- me, and you have the same championship championship pick. I think we need to have a temporary alliance here. That's true. That's true. That's true. But we'll get into that. But. That is true. I, I'm very high this weekend on on uh, our pick. Yep. All righty. And speaking of that, I've been saying all week that this episode is going to align with a very special week, and that is because it's championship week for the NASCAR 3 Touring Series. We're going to be talking trucks. We're going to be talking Xfinity. And we'll, of course, be talking about the Cup Series. Who's going to win the championships? Who can be the sleepers? Who is going to get the crown? But before we get to any of that, we have some breaking news that dropped literally about 10 minutes ago. Now, I saw this from Jordan Bianchi, kind of just scrolling through Twitter, waiting for Tyler and Johnny to get on. So I was with, you know, talking with Will, and Jordan Bianchi, the athletic, he puts news. Jimmy Johnson is finalizing a deal to obtain an ownership stake within the Petty GMS organization starting in 2023. Sources close to Johnson and Petty GMS have told The Athletic. Johnson will also drive in select races for the team. An announcement is expected this week. Well, I'll get your guys' opinion on this, and I'll give you guys my opinion. So we'll start off with Will, then we'll go to Johnny, then we'll go to Tyler. So, Will, I know we talked a little bit about this before we went on air, but what is your opinion, Mr. NASCAR opinion, on this really just news that came out of nowhere? Well, if my Twitter account wasn't suspended for something stupid, I would have quote tweeted and said that this means that Noah Gregson becomes a seven-time cup champion. But uh, more of a, a, a straightforward opinion on it, 
great move, obviously, to have somebody like Jimmy Johnson involved, one of the three seven-time champions that we have in the sport. Uh, great to see him back. I think the – thankfully, it sounds like the IndyCar experiment is over, and it needed to be over. Um, all respect, but it needed to be over. Um, glad to have him kind of back home. I'm really curious what the Hendrick Motorsports tie is here. Pretty sure GMS already has a semi-reliant – say, actually – I'm not sure because with Ty Dillon, I think Ty Dillon at one point, they had an RCR alliance. So maybe this switches GMS to more of a Hendrick alliance. Obviously, you would think Jimmy Johnson's going to kind of be in that fold. I'd be kind of surprised if he would just win in this as, hey, I'm just Jimmy Johnson with no relationship or no ties to the, the, to the team that he built his legacy on with Jeff Gordon and all that kind of stuff. So really intrigued to see that. But overall, great for the sport and really excited to hear more details come out. All right, Johnny, what say you? What's your reaction to this news? Well, I mean, this first of all, this this is awesome for the sport to have a seven-time champion teaming up with another seven-time champion. There's only three of them, and, t- and two of them now are are owning, you know, the same team, which is which is really cool. I think they should change their name from Petty GMS to a championship racing or something like that. Um, but also, I mean, just for, for the, you know, Will talked about Noah Gregson and, and what that could mean for him, but just in general, I mean, you bring on Jimmy Johnson, you got Carvana, um, you know, one of the sponsors that he's just coming uh, out of IndyCar with, you've got all the sponsorships over the years that um, Johnson had in NASCAR. I mean, he's, he's spokes, a spokesman for a, a bunch of different companies. So um, from a sponsorship perspective, especially with Petty GMS that, you know, you, you don't often <laughs> see them as, as getting some big time sponsors, um, having Jimmy Johnson, like, like immediately helps. So I think this could be, um, and I know this is bold here, but I think this organization could be the track house of next year. Um, I, I don't know for sure. I mean, you know, uh, time will tell. But I mean, you're bringing on a guy that that has a lot of money, a lot of funding, a lot of fans, supporters, um, and you know, people that just watched him at IndyCar. <laughs> Not many people, but uh, maybe this can bring some some of those fans, you know, uh, to watch, to bring bring them back over to NASCAR as well. So um, huge for the sport, huge for the team. And um, to Will's point, huge for the drivers. I think uh, the lineup of Noah Gregson and Eric Jones in for that team with that ownership, that's, that's a pretty good lineup that I don't think you can complain about that. Those two. So um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see it. Tyler, what say you? So when I heard this news, it absolutely shocked me to say the least. I'm pretty sure it shocked all of us. But it, it reminds me of something real quickly. You know, you got Richard Petty Motorsports for so many years, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. Now we finally get Jimmy Johnson, the third seven-time champ, to be able to be part of a team. Granted, it's with Richard Petty Motorsports, but I just love this news altogether. You know, you've had a team who's really struggled for so many years trying to get into victory lane. Like Richard Petty Motorsports, it's been a struggle all the way back to 1990. It's been really tough on the team. But for them to have this announcement, you're going to get Noah Gregson next year. Now you got Jimmy Johnson with the Alliance. You have Eric Jones, who just got a victory. This is just all steps in the right direction. I can't wait to see what Petty GMS 
Johnson Racing is going to be next year. It's going to be a lot of fun seeing those two uh, drivers coming on in, Eric Jones and Noah Gregson. And it's also going to be great seeing Jimmy Johnson potentially run a few races in the Cup Series once again. It, it's just great bit of news. and This shows how well the sport is moving in the right direction as far as drivers wanting to be part of team owners and as well as the, just the fascination with the sport altogether. Just real quick, Armani, going to Tyler's point, like it, it, I didn't even, I didn't even read this by glance over this part, but it says that he will run select races next season. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that, that's probably the coolest part out of everything of this. I didn't even see that part. Didn't even react to it, but holy shit, that's freaking awesome. It is absolutely awesome. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what they can do next year. It surprises me for really something that you guys haven't even hit on. Is that Jimmy Johnson, in my opinion, you know, he just never struck me as the guy who, you know, wanted to get into ownership. Like, you know, we heard Denny Hamlin said he wanted to get into ownership. Brad Kozlowski said he wanted to get into ownership. Kyle Busch, Dale Jr. But we never saw that out of Jimmy Johnson. And really, in my opinion, that's why I'm so shocked at this announcement. Because it's like, Jimmy Johnson wants to be an owner? This feels like just something that was completely just thrown out of left field. That is the reason I'm so shocked by this. And one thing I also want to hit on because I basically have the same thoughts that you guys have is the fact that it's going to be multiple races he's running next year. Now that could be two races. That could be three or four, but it's like, I always saw, okay, Jimmy might do the Coke 600, the Indy 500 double. And then that's about it. But I mean, this opens the door for a Daytona 500 return Coke 600. Maybe he tries a couple of races that he hasn't tried. Like maybe he goes to North Wilkesboro. Maybe he goes to gateway. Chicago street courts. We can see Jimmy Johnson in these new venues. Well, oh, yeah. I would recommend he probably needs to stay off the street courses. I think we've kind of learned that experiment, <laughs> uh, but, um, but you know, I, I think there's a lot of intrigue right here um, to see Jimmy Johnson come in. You know, it's just weird because when he's been gone the last couple of years, I mean, he's truly been gone. You haven't seen Jimmy floating around the cup garages you know, he truly went to another discipline and said, I'm fully focusing on this and I'm out of the NASCAR world. And so I'm really curious if this is something that's been in the back of his mind. I mean, always again, one of his biggest mentors and the reason for Jimmy Johnson is Jeff Gordon. And Jeff Gordon was a guy that I never really knew if he was going to get into ownership. Jeff Gordon is one of the richest NASCAR drivers in history. He doesn't he's not hurting for money. Jeff Gordon could have rode off in the sunset and travel to Malibu every weekend and go overseas with his wife and kids. I mean, he has that kind of money and he's that kind of guy, to be honest with you. I mean, that's the kind of life he kind of lives sometimes. And then obviously we see the integral role he has at, at, at Hendrick Motorsports now where he's pretty much going to be the next guy at Hendrick Motorsports. So I'm curious if this has been in Jimmy Johnson's mind for a while, or, you know, we've seen a lot of new interest in ownership. Uh, you know, we know the TV deals are coming up or if this is a financial move where Jimmy's like, listen, I still want to be around in the sport. And it makes financial sense. I guess, you know, we'll find out how, what the health of the sport's like as the years continue to click away. But I'm also really intrigued about the fact that it's happening so quickly. Uh, this isn't one of those things where it's rumored that it's going to happen in two or three years. It's like this is happening right now. He's fully invested right now to get back in the NASCAR world. I think he runs the all-star race. He's already qualified for it. Why I would you he not? Runs it. Why would I, you I, not? I, I think, he, I think uh, Armani's 100% on to something when he mentioned that. He's 100%. already qualified. It's it's a racetrack that I, like th just think of the history of that racetrack to put like history like like Jimmy Johnson on that. I mean that, that's thing about, that's sorry, a win. Yeah, no worries. Thing about Johnson, I don't think he's run the next gen car before. 
So I mean, this could be the first time we see him racing the next gen car. Oh yeah, I mean it'll be cool whenever wherever it is. I, you know, I'd love to see him in Daytona, but if you're a retired driver, the way that we're super speedway racing is right now, it's just for your own sanity, is it worth it? That's what I think kind of sucks is I think with the old style of plate racing, you might have had a guy like a Dale Jr. or somebody come run a Talladega or Daytona. But and, and now Jimmy's a little different. Jimmy didn't have health issues. Maybe that's something different. But as much as I'd love to see him in Daytona, I just don't know if it happens. Well, well get, get his ass to Texas. He was good at that track. That'll that'll spike up some ratings. There you go. There people finally show up. Yeah, for real. For that yeah, I actually I think we're on to something there too. Run Texas. You probably have a shot to win with how shitty that track is. And you'll you'll definitely give a spike to you know the attendance. What's the name of the track that? What do they always call it now? Like Tex Ass or something like that. It's it, yeah. Uh, well, not, at least if they get Jimmy Johnson back in, they could spice it up a little bit. They're we'll not even happens. the best track in the state, and they're named after the state. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but anyway, so that's just our little reaction about this breaking news about Jimmy Johnson now being a team owner starting next year. But anyways. That's not what this episode's about. This weekend, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it is championship four weekend for the top three series of NASCAR. Trucks, Xfinity Cup, trucks on Friday, Xfinity Saturday, and then Sunday's the big main event, Cup Series, all being held at the Phoenix Raceway. We'll start off with trucks, Xfinity, then Cup, and we'll just, you know, dive into the final fours. And, you know, just kind of give our thoughts and opinions, and then we'll make our championship picks. So we'll start off with the truck series, and I'll give you guys the final four. So Ty Majeski is in with his win at Homestead, followed by Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith and Zane Smith, they lead the final four and wins with three. Meanwhile, Zane Smith leads the final four in really every other category, top fives, top tens. Laps led, stages, everything. Zane Smith seems to be like the championship favorite. However, Ty Majeski's been going on a little bit of a hot streak ever since his playoffs started, winning in Bristol, winning in Miami. He's been running very well, very consistent. And he does have the second most top fives out of the final four drivers. Then you got Ben Rhodes, the defending truck series champion, looking to repeat once again. Then you got Chandler Smith in his final race with Kyle Busch Motorsports. He said this weekend would be emotional. Boy, it would be a lot more emotional if he's able to win the Truck Series Championship. But we'll start off with Tyler, then we'll go into Johnny, then Will. Tyler, what are your thoughts on this championship four? What do we have in I, front of us? I like this championship four a lot. I mean, there's a lot of great stories coming on in here. I mean, Ben Rhodes, last year's Truck Series champion. He's going to try to go back-to-back this year. It could potentially happen. I mean, we've seen Thor Sports with a lot of success here at this track. You got Ty Majeski making his first full-time season with Thor Motorsports and he's gotten two victories, two wins in the round of eight. So he has clearly shown that he is here to compete and he's been super consistent throughout the entire year. It's not like he just showed up randomly right now. He's always been there in the mix. It's just the difference of him running in the third or fourth spot to now the first spot. Zane Smith, a, a great story about him. He's he last year he didn't even know if he was going to be running full time net in the 2022 season. And then you got Chandler Smith, the most recent winner here in the season finale race. Remember, um, you had Ben Rhodes and Zane Smith uh, and John Hunter all those guys duking it out for the championship. Well, Chandler Smith wound up in victory lane. As for the person I want to pick 
throughout these four, I would love to see Zane Smith uh, be able to win the championship. I, I, he's had himself such a great season so far, uh, multiple victories, been super competitive. And just to hear the story, like last year with GMS Racing, I don't know where I'm going to go. And then signs on with Front Row Motorsports, and he's been having one hell of a time there. He could be running some cup races next year. I think they announced he'll run selected races there, selected races in the next Fendi Series. How great of momentum would it be if he's able to win the Truck Series Championship here this weekend? I like that number 38 truck. All right, Johnny, what say you? So th- this, I honestly, I think this is going to be the most competitive of the three um, this weekend. And, and I just look at the field. Yeah, yeah, I know, Tyler, you, you, you gave a, a little look there. But I, I genuinely think when you look at these guys, there's not much separation between any one of them. But Jeske has been hot recently. Zane Smith leads the series in top fives and top tens. Ben Rhodes, although he hasn't been great, he's coming off, you know, he's the champion. So you you pretty much have to beat him. Um, and then Chandler Smith, we've already seen the the growth. He's, you know, just taken over these last couple of years. He'll move to Cowlick, which I'm really excited to see. Uh, another just terrible move for Toyota to not keep a young stud like Chandler Smith. Um, but I, I mean, th- this field is stacked for a truck series championship. And I know that a lot of you guys, including Will, are very high on Zane Smith, and, and rightfully so. I think he's going to be a future star in any series he's, he goes to. But um, personally, I, I think in this field, the most talented of these guys is Chandler Smith. I'm very high on Chandler Smith. Um, so I got to go with the gut here and, and think that the way I look at it is like it seems with, with the trucks – it ends up being the most talented guy to win this. Um, I mean, you say what you want about Ben Rhodes, but you know, he, he, he was pretty clutch last year throughout that season. So I look at this and I say, I look at these four guys. I think Chandler Smith is the most talented. Um, I know he didn't have a great last round, but I think he gets in or sorry. I think he wins this race and I think he becomes your champion. Although I would love to see time Majeski win because that would just kind of be, like what a story to come on this late in the playoffs, get your first two career wins in the playoffs, and then you get your third for a championship. Like what a story that would be. But I think it's Chandler Smith. All right. Well, well what's that, you? I was about to say, I guess that leaves me. I think the truck series, I'm going to be honest. The truck series is probably the least favorite battle for me almost every year because it's such a cluster of things that happen. The truck series is itself is just kind of a cluster everywhere it's at. Um, and I think all four drivers this, this year, uh, pretty much like every year, you can kind of make a case for all of them. I, I think you look at all four of them. I could kind of visualize all four of them winning uh, Ben Rhodes. Would he be the first, I can't remember if Crafton was in this format. Would he be the first guy to go back to back in this format? I believe so. In any series, I believe. Um, so you've got that storyline for Ben Rhodes. Uh, Chandler Smith has grown a lot. I think he's going to be a, a pretty um, a pretty top talent here for the next handful of years. Zane Smith feels like the favorite. If you were to, I'm a big guy on uh, probably annoyingly say on who deserves quote unquote the title more. Zane Smith's that guy in the truck series this year. I think really highly of Zane. He's about the only Ford prospect that they can come up with right now. Um, and then Ty Majeski, 
Uh, Majeski's kind of emerged, and then Phoenix runs very much like a short track. He's a short track ace kind of guy. So uh, I think you can play favorites. Uh, Zane Smith, to me, is going to be hard to beat. But I've been saying for a week or so now, my gut tells me Chandler Smith will be the 2022 Truck Series champion. Let's kind go. Of in the awkwardness, kind of in the awkwardness of leaving KBM and leaving Toyota. Uh, it feels like the trucks, the Truck Series more frequently than any other series, the guy that is supposed to win does not end up winning. So I just I think something's gonna I think Zane's gonna be in the top three. Uh, I think it might be a late race restart. And I just the, the way history shows Zane Smith's the most deserving, but he's not gonna be the one who hoists the big trophy at the end of the night. Oh man, you're gonna feel so stupid when you're wrong with that pick. <laughs> oh, listen, I, I, listen. I personally, I would love to see Zane win it. I'm rooting for Zane. Um, I, I don't really have a truck favorite. That's also one reason why this is the least. I'm going to watch it. I mean, I have no plans all weekend. I'm watching all three races starting Friday night. Why it comes at 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast. Lord, y'all pray for me. Hopefully I can stay awake. But, uh, but yeah, I'm rooting for Zane. I want Zane to win it, but I just have a feeling the other Smith's going to be the one who is crowned champion. All right, fair point. So I'm kind of in the same one as Will, just like, I'm not that invested in the Truck Series Championship just because I don't really have a guy to root for. And, however, I have been keeping up with it, obviously. And just looking at all the drivers, looking at who's run well all season, who's been running well recently, I'm going to take a look at all of them, you know, just a little bit briefly, starting off with Ty Majeski. Ty Majeski is – I think people are underestimating how good he's been throughout these playoffs. Minus Talladega, he's – He's finished in the top 10 every single playoff race, including those two wins that he got. So Ty Majeski throughout these playoffs has been nasty. And then obviously what more can be said about Zane Smith? He's basically doing what John Hunter Nemechek did last year, which is taking the world by storm. While he doesn't have the wins, you can argue he's been even slightly more consistent than John Hunter Nemechek was last year. Ben Rhodes, he's been quietly under the radar. He last in every category wins top fives top tens out of the final four but i mean he's gotten here you know you can argue how he's got here but i mean that 99 truck he, they were pretty fast in phoenix last year and they'll probably bring that same setup then he got chandler smith who really this is did chandler smith win any races last year for kbm or are these his first three wins oh he i think he won a couple races last year in the number I have a feeling season. he won one or two part-time i'm fairly certain yes so, I mean, really, besides John Hunter Nemechek, these past couple of years, we haven't really seen a KBM driver just step up to the plate. I mean, Todd Gilliland, you know, Harrison Burton, they didn't step up to the plate. And I think even – who was the drivers in 2020? I can't even remember who the Truck Series drivers were in 2020. I don't even think any of them made the Final Four. It really wasn't until John Hunter Nemechek. So, I mean, Chandler Smith, we really haven't seen him step up to the plate up until now. So – I mean, now is the time. Is he going to be able to get the job done when not even Nemechek hey, could have gotten the job done last and year? Here's, here's an intriguing thing about Chandler Smith at KBM, and I don't know if this is going to help them or hurt them, but you have a team that's not – in theory, that team is not coming back. Obviously, we know KBM, they're actually – they announced they're going to announce on Friday what their plans are for next year, but they could really give a crap about winning Toyota another championship. Um, Chandler Smith's leaving that organization after this year going to college, switching over to Chevrolet. Obviously, I'm Chandler wants to win a championship, and I'm sure Kyle Busch would love to rub it in their face that he takes the championship to an organization that's now going to Chevy. But at the same time, 
I'm curious if there's that same level of investment in this race because do we really want to hand Toyota another Truck Series championship? You know, Chandler Smith's looking towards next year, what his future is going to look like. Obviously, they're going to be focused on Friday night, but I'm curious if that helps or hurts them um, when it comes down to winning the championship on uh, on Friday. I think it's going to help them because at the end of the day, it's still a Cobblish Motorsports Championship. Mm-hmm. It's still going to go with them. And but, I feel kind of stupid for um, saying he might have won some races last year. I, I made the note that he won the season finale race last year. So, yes, Chandler Smith won two races last year with okay. Cowbush Motorsports. <laughs> so, out of all the four, I'm going to pick the driver who's looked really the flashiest so far throughout these playoffs. And I'm going to go with Ty Majeski winning the championship. I like the momentum he's had. Really throughout these playoffs, he's been the most consistent. He's arguably been the fastest throughout these playoffs. He's won two playoff races. I think that's more out of any playoff driver so far. So I like that 66 truck. He does have a teammate also, so maybe that will hurt them in terms of, you know, you don't have that one solo truck that you can invest all your resources in. However, you know, let's say something happens to Ben Rhodes and he's not in contention. I mean, you know your other Thor Sport teammates are going to help you out. Maybe Ben Rhodes helps you out if he's basically out of contention if he falls a lap or two down. So I'm going to go with Ty Majeski. I like the momentum he has. Zane Smith is going to be tough to beat, but I think the 66 truck gets it done. I am not against that at all. I mean, he like you said, he's been great during the playoffs. So um, I would not be surprised if that 66 is able to beat any of these drivers out for the championship. Yeah, I like it. I think it'd be a good story. I, I, he's kind of the guy I'm rooting for. Even, I mean, I, it's not that I that I you know dislike any of these guys, but I think just like you know, uh, from one short guy to another, it would be nice to see Ty Majeski get it done. <laughs> yeah, my, my my only kind of last thought on is, and I don't dislike any of them. I, I kind of just like as long as Ben Rhodes. I just Ben Rhodes to me doesn't feel like he really should be there. He is a defended champion. You got to give him credit for that. But last year he kind of felt weird being the champion. This year, he kind of just skated way into the championship four. So, I kind of feel like the other three have a better case. Obviously, in quote-unquote deservingness, you'll hear me throw that around a lot. Uh, I'm going for Zane Smith, but, again, my pick's Chandler Smith. So, you know, we'll see. One of us is going to be right, hopefully. Let's just hope we don't get embarrassed and Ben Rhodes is the one who wins the championship and we picked all the other drivers. Let's just oh, hope I, that doesn't I, happen. I know. And then <laughs> we, I, watch him not win the race, win the championship, and it, I don't, who knows? We'd be in for a good post-race interview, so we, we – Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that is true. Good. <laughs> I would not be disappointed with that. Speaking of not disappointed, I got the Xfinity Series Final Four correct. By the skin of my teeth, I got it correct, but I got it correct. And, in fact, speaking of Xfinity playoff predictions, minus – if you swap out Brandon Jones and Riley Herbst, I would have been 12 for 12 on Xfinity Series predictions. Don't yeah, ask me Carl, how. Yeah, if Carl Edwards wouldn't have got jumped at Homestead, he might still be a race car driver. Oh, Biggie Whoop. <laughs> hey, I'm four for four on Xfinity. And, oh, I, and I said, listen, let me have my moment. But – have your moment. Go ahead. <laughs> have your moment. No, 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 no. You ruined it. I have my moment. No more. I have my moment. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so the final four for the Xfinity Series, you got Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Ty Gibbs, and Noah Gregson. 
And I know Will's got a lot at stake here when it comes to um, the four, the latter of the drivers that I just mentioned in terms of who he wants to win the championship. But we'll start off with Will because I want to hear what he says about all these drivers. Then we'll move on to Tyler, Johnny, and then we'll conclude myself. So, Will, what do you think about these four drivers that we got here? So, for one, I think the Xfinity race is probably going to be the race of the weekend, per usual. I think this is probably going to be the best championship battle of the of the three. Um, there's no doubt about it. I'm a Noah Gregson guy. Uh, when when he goes to the Cup Series next year, I will have two Cup Series drivers, um, and that's Noah Gregson. And we'll talk about the other guy in here in a little bit. Um, and I'm really excited about that. But I, this is my favorite part, and and I hope. I know all of us, I'm pretty sure, have got to experience our favorite driver being in the championship situation and conversation. Well, sorry, Tyler. William Byron can't quite get that done. But um, but it is one of the best feelings ever because all week you're kind of nervous. You're kind of antsy. You're looking forward to the race. Saturday I'm going to be on pins and needles. Sunday I'm going to be on pins and needles. It's just, it's just an awesome feeling because it's the favorite part about sports, right, when your team has a chance to win the big game, to win the big trophy. Looking at the drivers, uh, you've got Noah Gregson. Again, if we're going to throw around the term deserving, he is right up there. Uh, arguably, probably with Ty Gibbs would be number two, but Noah has kind of led the way. He's really developed as a driver this year, really finishing off races. I think eight wins is what his total is sitting at right now. Uh, has really come a long way and really proven that he deserves to go up for the Cup Series. You've got Ty Gibbs. Um Taking out the situation from last week and, and personal feelings on Ty Gibbs, great race car driver. Uh, they're going to have a lot of speed. They're going to be uh, one tough customer to beat, assuming that the field does not make it a little tougher for him, and they probably should. Uh, who knows if that conversation will get unraveled as we discuss it all. But uh, So Ty Gibbs, we want to watch. I think Josh Berry is kind of the odd man out here, but I, you know, I think Josh Berry is going to be somebody to watch on Saturday. Really like Josh as a person, love the story. Um, you know, what a story it would be if he could win the championship, but I still kind of feel like he's the third wheel of the JRM guys that made it. Uh, you got Justin Allgaier as number four. Um, Phoenix is always great. I don't like to jump on the whole Justin Allgaier as the favorite because clearly he still has not won a championship at Phoenix. So, but he's going to be tough. He's going to be up there. I think at some point, all four of these drivers are going to be right near each other. Late, I'm really – I talked with Armani about this the other day. I think, you know, there's a couple of these guys, Gregson and Gibbs, that do not like each other. And I'm very curious if maybe that comes up at some point. Uh, but my championship, it is hard because I, I truly am not 100% on Saturday or Sunday or really even Friday of, like, who is going to win this? Who is my gut telling me? But I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going to go with Noah Gregson. They've had the best speed. Um, I'm really just, I think this is a big mental race for Noah Gregson. You know, he's learned how to win regular races, but can he buckle down and know with five to go, 10 to go, he's running second. He's got to chase somebody down to win a championship. Can he get it done? And we'll see, you know, uh, hopefully he does it cleanly. Hopefully he's, he does it smart. I, I could see this weekend being a boomer bust weekend for Noah Gregson. All right, Johnny, what say you? Oh, it's me? I thought it was Tyler. He oh. skipped Tyler. That's all right. I'll go. <laughs> um, three <laughs> – yeah, you did. Uh, three of these things are not like the other um, in many ways. Three of these guys are good guys. One of them is a little prick. Um, 
<laughs> you know what's the, best, not that you know nice. what's the best part about that? As soon as Johnny said that, the background in Tyler, back, Tyler's background just went red. <laughs> well, well, he went there. I, I was not going to go there, but he went there. Uh, it's true. Come on, Will. You come on. Let, let's let's. We got to be honest here. I mean, Johnny's uh, already cussed about it. I just Johnny's already cussed. Johnny's already cussed at this point. Um. So that's that's one thing. And hey, I'm I'm a I root hard for Ty Gibbs. I, I'll I'll be honest with you. I think he's a super super talented young kid. Um, but I feel like he just can't get out of his way sometimes. Um, and. It, a lot of it is just immaturity. I think as I hope at least, because like I said, I mean, he, he's not someone you want to like not root for. Right. But um, you know, like he, he's, he's got to take a look in the mirror and, and start to mature. Uh, you saw it with Kyle Bush. I think he did a good job. Kurt Bush early in his career. Just, I mean, look at, look at Noah Gregson. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people early on w- would say, and, and still, I mean, earlier this year when he, when he uh, wrecked, what was it? Karam? He wrecked. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's stuff like that where you need to see the growth. We've seen it clearly, I think, with Noah Gregson and the fans kind of have got behind him. The fans are not behind Ty Gibbs whatsoever. Um, and again, I mean, it's 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 <laughs> I, I don't like to say that, you know, he he he's a you know what, but he is. I mean, and th- that's that's the you know, moral of the story right now for Ty Gibbs. So um, just for that, I'm not really rooting for him. So I look at these, these three guys, I think the favorite for many reasons, and, you know, he should be is Noah Gregson. Um, Josh Berry, I think like Will said, is just a great story, super consistent. Um, The hard work to get to this point for him, that would be a great story. And then Al Geyer, who really should have like three championships at this point. Um, So of those, of those three guys, I think there's no wrong choice, right? You can root for the guy that, you know, has, has been grinding for so long. It's come so close so many times in Algaier. You could root for the guy that, you know, grinded to get this point, Barry, or you could just root for the guy who's going to be around in a lot of series um, for, you know, a long, long time in Noah Gregson. So I think that Gregson gets it done. I agree with Will. Just the season he has had, I feel like, you know, everything has clicked at just about every type of track you can think of for this nine team. Um, But again, I mean, he's going up against his teammates, so they're not going to make it easy for him. (laughs) And neither is Ty Gibbs. Uh, (laughs) That's for damn sure. Um, But I, I agree. I think Noah Gregson gets it done. And here, here's the one thing that concerns me a little bit. And I want to, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this is I feel like a lot of times when the guy is about to make that jump already has that ride for the, for the cup series, he can't get the championship done. He, he has a really good season, you know, has like five, six wins, but the big one, he can't close. So that's the only thing I've, I've just seen it in, in the past. I don't know if Gregson is that guy. I don't think he is. I think he's clutch, but I just feel like like that sometimes gets in the way because, you know, it, maybe it's like a focus thing. You can't like truly focus on just this one event because, you know, he's been running for Cowlig in the cup. He's been running for uh, in place for Alex Bowman. He's already got a ride next year. Jimmy Johnson just came on and as a new owner for his team. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff on his mind. 
but I don't know. I think, I think he can still get it done. I think he's that type of guy. Um, and I think that's why so many people believe so highly of, of him and the results he'll get in cup. All right. Now we'll go to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's always feel, I always feel so happy when I get skipped, you know, it's, it's a great feeling. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, great points from William and Johnny. I mean, obviously this is going to be very interesting to see, and I think it's going to be a good action pack race for most of these drivers. Uh, talking about Ty Gibbs, we already know the situation that happened at Martinsville. A lot of people are not happy about it. My, uh, me included. And the way he responded to it was even worse. And he's kind of put himself in a rough position now going into Phoenix. Like he's made enemies with almost everybody. And they've even been joking around of maybe even affecting him in the championship for. So that could potentially happen. So Ty Gibbs, he's in a big uphill battle. Um, he is a talented driver. You know how much work he puts into it. He's always on the simulator. He's always trying to find certain ways to make sure that he can get that upper edge. I just don't think it's going to happen for him. He just needs more time to honestly mature. Um, the fear of always having a young driver coming in is their maturity. And he is a perfect example of that, but I don't want to count him out completely. He's still going to be a factor. I just don't think this is going to be his year to win the championship. Justin Allgaier has been the championship four more times than he hasn't. And his only problem is the final race is always a struggle for him. I do believe um, in the last six years in the final race, his best finish is like an eighth place finish. He usually finishes around the 10th or 11th position. So I hope that he can event he can finish in the top 10, but I don't think he's going to have a strong showing in this race. It seems like the final race is always a rough race for him. So I'm going to really struggle to see Ju Justin Allgaier make it uh, become the champion. So that just leaves Noah Gregson and Josh Berry. Um, I am definitely a Noah Gregson fan. He, he has done a phenomenal job this season. In fact, the last time we were here at Phoenix, he led 100-plus laps and won the race, and he won it um, very um, convincingly. It, it was a great performance by him, and I would be very surprised if it's anything different. He's just been super strong throughout the playoffs. He's been strong throughout the regular season. But I would not count out Josh Berry who was right there in that mix and always seems to be right there in the mix when it comes to these types of races. So I'm going to be with Johnny and William. I'm going to be going with Noah Gregson. I think he is definitely the most deserving driver to win the championship, but I will not be surprised if you see Josh Berry uh, find a way to sneak him, sneak his way in into winning this championship. So Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, a close second. So talk about all four drivers. Well, I'll start off with Justin Allgaier. Kind of what, what Will and Tyler said. I mean, yeah, Phoenix is a great track for Allgaier, but he should have won a championship in the past two years if that was the case. And I think he's been to the Final Four every year. Phoenix has been the championship. So, and like Tyler said, I mean, Allgaier, he's really not in contention when it comes to the final race of the season anyway. So, I can't even trust he's going to be up front. So, Allgaier, I'm immediately basically going to put out of contention. Josh Berry's interesting. When it came to my final four predictions, it was pretty much between him and Almondinger. I gave Barry the nod just because I think Junior Motorsports is well. I don't think they are way faster than Colley. And you grant, I didn't think Barry would go out and win his way in, but I mean, you could see that he does have the speed. The thing is about Barry is that he still feels like that third fiddle at JRM. You know, you feel like it's Gregson, Allgaier, Barry, and then Mayer. Well, Right now, out of these three JRM drivers who are in the Final Four, he feels like he's, you know, the last one. So 
I can see him maybe getting ahead of someone like Allgaier if Allgaier continues to struggle. Maybe he gets up to second, depending on how people race Ty Gibbs, but Barry just feels like a long shot, though. Depending on what the betting odds are, might be a great bet to place, honestly. And as for Ty Gibbs, I think he's going to have the speed. Toyota and Joe Gibbs are always really fast at Phoenix, you know, regardless of what the series is. It's just going to be, you know, is Brandon Jones going to race him hard? Is everyone in the field going to race him hard? You know, he has so many enemies out there. And in the most crucial moment of the season, you know they're not going to cut him any slack. And, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see when it comes to that. And for Noah Gregson, I mean, what else is there to say about Gregson? Leads the series in wins, top fives, top tens, DNFs, laps led, stage wins. He has twice as many stage wins as a second, as a second driver. I'm going to sound like a broken record because I'm going to go with the same prediction that you guys had. Granted, I'm keeping the same one as I had that I made seven weeks ago. And I think that Noah Gregson ends up winning the championship. Oh, God. Now he's not going to. Thanks. Thanks, I predict, I <laughs> hey, I made my prediction like two months ago. All right, all right, wait, wait. <laughs> what, what, what would be the what would be the post race interview if Ty Gibbs gets out and wins? <laughs> oh, oh dear dude. God! No, what would no, be no. the post race party if Noah wins? No, no, yeah, that's, no. How that's much? How much? How much vomit would be on the fire suit if Noah? Damn it! He beat me to the joke. Here's, back, back to being serious. Here's my legit question. I don't think anything is going to happen, but what say you? Do we see Ty Gibbs in any sort of situation this weekend in terms of does the 19 go after him? Does the 19 make it hard for him? Does anybody else make it hard for him? Do you think Ty Gibbs is he actually should. going to be tested this weekend by someone in the field, or is everyone going to be all talk and he's just going to stroll on? He, oh, he no. should. I mean, especially with Brandon Jones, like, leaving next year, you know, to, to pursue a totally different team and organization. Um so I, I think, I think like in his case, he's like, well, I could have won. And I, I don't give a crap about the, the relationship I have with this guy or this team or this organization. So I don't give a crap. Um, I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I, I don't think he's going to get like junked or wrecked in the race, but nobody is going to race him clean. Everyone's going to push themselves to the absolute limit. Anytime he gets right next to them. That's what and I he, feel like is going to happen. And see, that's what makes me nervous. I told Armani this earlier today. As a Noah Gregson fan, someone who follows him, what makes me nervous about him is the mental aspect of a championship on the line. And what does he do if he's in a situation where it's like him and Ty Gibbs late in the race? Does he put himself in a bad position, A, to try to prove a point, and B, he already doesn't get along with him? So I'm just really intrigued. The mental – because to me, I think Ty Gibbs has proven – he can go be a prick and then just put a straight face on the next week. He, I think I he's know. he can do that. I don't think he – Ty Gibbs doesn't get into the mental games of I'm going to wreck myself to prove a point. Now, he may wreck one of these guys to try to win a championship. And we like, what, what do you do if that happens? Like, what if he – what if someone just gets jumped in three and four for the title? Well, at that point, mm-hmm. I'd hopefully we saw a race and a fight after the race. Oh, but hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me a little nervous and – Again, I think this is going to be the best race and battle of the weekend. I, I think, too, like, you know, when you look at it, like, the, the thing that really upsets me with, like, Ty Gibbs is, like, when you look at, like, a Ross Chastain, right, like, he he's had his on-track incidents with a lot of guys this season. But, like, look at the path that it took Chastain to get to the point where he is now. 
And and I know like Logano, yes, like you know he he was kind of always the best thing since sliced bread, right? But again, like Logano, you could say like he doesn't act like like a kind of a, a you know what off the track. You know, he's very he's good in interviews. He conducts himself well. He always says the right things. He's great in the booth. You know, like he's great for all this different stuff. And, and people know, right? Like, okay, I'm racing Logano. I got to be aware of that with like with Ty Gibbs. It's like, you know, he, he really, he can't do any wrong. You know what I mean? So like, right. that's the, that's the real thing. Like, I don't like, how can he learn his lesson when he's always going to have that situation like built for him? Like Chastain, if Chastain was just doing that, right. And like, he wasn't getting any results, like he'd be gone. I mean, he, 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 he'd be gone. So like that's right. the thing that kind of upsets me. Well, I think it's also the difference. You mentioned it earlier how the fans do not embrace Ty Gibbs. I think Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs are two great comparisons to each other. Noah has done just as many, not quite as bad, I'll say that, but just as many boneheaded things as Ty Gibbs has done. I've seen mm-hmm. Noah Gregson wreck 10 cars in a road course to prove a point. We all saw him jump multiple cars. Well, last year he wrecked someone at Kentucky for no – I think it was Harrison Burton, just turned him for no reason. I mean, he's, he's done all these different things. But Noah gets out of the car and is Noah. And Noah mm-hmm. is Noah. He doesn't come try to feed you this statement. Now, he, he, he did a couple of years ago. He was, he was starting to walk that line, and I think he realized that that's not him. And because now we all know who Noah is, the fans love him. I mean, he literally has got to be the most popular Xfinity Series driver. And he's going to carry a huge fan base into the Cup Series with him. And when's the last time – I mean, really, when's the last time we've seen a guy with this many fans in the Xfinity Series? Austin Sendrick is an all-world talent, but Austin Sendrick doesn't have a big fan base. We've seen this. Chase Briscoe doesn't have a massive fan base. There's a lot of people that are going to be talking about Noah Gregson on Saturday. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I pretty much agree with what all you guys said. And we all agree that Noah Gregson is going to end up winning the championship. So now we got one more series to go over. And I just want to ask you guys something. If I would have told you at the end of the 2020 season that in two years, the final four would be Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Christopher Bell, and Ross Chastain with track house. And would you believe me? I would have probably believed three of those. I would um, believe not three of those. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed you if you told me that in July. <laughs> <laughs> like Christopher Bale is all of a sudden the number one guy it gives. But, okay. Yeah. Like magically that's happened. Uh, I would have not bought into Ross Chastain. For one, I just didn't think Ross was ready. Forget all the rivalries and everyone cutting wrestling promos about how they're going to do this and they're going to do that to him. I just didn't believe that Ross was ready for that kind of run. So there's already half you guys. Joey, I could easily see because Joey's around every year. Chase, you could easily see uh, because in the middle of the summer, he became – literally, I remember talking to Armani about how he is having a terrible summer like he always has that has the best string of his career for six weeks. So those two, yes, two of them, though, I would not have agreed to. Yeah, and then here we are at the end of 2022 where – Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and Chase Elliott are our final four. Pretty evenly spread out in terms of four different four different organizations. Two Chevrolets, one Toyota, one Ford. It's pretty spread out. And honestly, 
I really don't know who you say is the favorite because, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now in terms of wins, top fives, top tens, laps led. I mean, besides Chase Elliott with wins, everyone is pretty dead even, even to the extent of stage wins. So, I mean, we'll start with Tyler first so I know not to skip him this time accidentally. Then we'll go to Will. Then we'll go to Johnny. But, I mean, what say you? What say you of this final four that we have, which in my opinion, it's really the closest out of all four. Gosh, man, it, it's going to look so – it's going to be a lot of fun watching this because we, I, I don't know if you guys remember the spring race, but we had about like four to five different drivers who had every opportunity to win that race. And I'm looking at these four drivers, and all of them are talented in different ways. It's so crazy for me to say that because, first off, you got Joey Logano. He's kind of had himself kind of a sneakier year. I mean, he was able to get a couple victories there during the spring. But other than that, it's really been like, you know, chilling in the top 10, top five a little bit. Then Las Vegas hits, has a super fast car, able to win there. Here at Phoenix, he has been able to lead 100-plus laps in both of the final races of the season. So he is going to be a really close competitor. And then you got someone like uh, Christopher Bell. He's been the closer, basically. Been a driver who been struggling in the round of 12, the round of eight, but then getting the big victory when it matters the most. And that was my only concern. That's why I had him eliminated in the round of 12, because uh, I saw those races and I thought that's not going to be Christopher Bell's spot. He's going to have to get a victory. And that's exactly what he did. And he's been able to do that here at Martinsville. And looking at this race, yeah, his finishes haven't been spectacular, but obviously it's a completely different change from what we've seen the last couple of years. He's not car number four. He's car number one. And we've seen when, when, when he is given some of the best equipment in the Xfinity series where he got so many victories when he was running down there. I would not be surprised to see him in the mix. Chase Elliott, we know the success. He won a race here in 2020, gave him a championship, very consistent at this racetrack. And then Ross Chastain, just the driver who pushed his vehicle to the absolute limit. Now, I know a lot of people are going for Ross Chastain in this race, and I think that would be absolutely badass if he does win it. I mean, it would be putting an exclamation point on the 2022 season, just showing how crazy and fun it's been of a season. However, I'm, I'm just looking at all these picks, and I think I got to stay with the driver that I said from the very beginning when the playoffs started. I got to get something right here because I only got one driver correct here in the final four. I think Chase Elliott is going to do something similar to what Kyle Busch did back in 2019, and that is be able to, yes, not have a spectacular playoffs, but get the victory when it mattered the most. I'm going for the number nine, Chase Elliott, to win the championship. Don't remind Will about that 2019 race, because a lot of times I've heard him say, that race was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey be that as it may like i said it, it fits it fits well with what i'm saying i mean um chase elliott more than likely that team has figured out hey we just got to be good we don't have to be spectacular we just have to be good yeah, right. and races that matters the most is when they kick into high gear don't believe me look at the martinsville race haven't been doing anything here in the round of eight and then when martinsville matters he's able to kick it up a notch. <laughs> I agree with you. You didn't drive 11 and a half hours to watch that snooze festival race. All right. That was <laughs> okay, true. terrible. True. Um, You're just but I'm assuming it's my turn now. I think I was listed a second here. I'll go ahead and go anyways. Um, <laughs> I think, again, I mean, I, again, this is the favorite part of the season, right? Because you truly 
we do not have a beat on anything, right? Like in other sports, you've only for one, you've only got two teams to pick from, right? And there's usually some sort of metric that can try to get you to lean a certain way. This year, metrics have not mattered all year long. Um, brand new car, 19 different winners. I mean, it's just been bonkers all year long. No one has been able to get a stronghold on this. As soon as you thought someone did, they have a terrible playoff run in Chase Elliott. Um, but here he is, still standing. I mean, I think Chase has been the quote-unquote most deserving throughout the year. If you went on a full-point season, he would have locked up the championship last weekend. Um, kind of fell off the map the last 10 weeks, but – the end of the day, he's still here, just as much shot to win it as anybody else. Uh, Joey Logano, great talent. Um, obviously, you know, Logano is going to get a second championship at some point, you would think. Um, he is just a top echelon talent in the sport. I think we've kind of learned who Logano is. I think Logano is not the guy who is going to win 10 races a year and have 27 top 10s. He's going to sneak, sneak through, get two or three wins. He's going to have 16 to 20 top tens, and he's going to call it a day. He's going to do what he needs to do to transfer. And we know he's aggressive enough and has the talent enough 100%. Um, Ross Chastain would not have had him here. Um, interested to see how that team handles that this week. I think a lot of people really want to pick the one car because of that bonsai move at Martinsville, one of the most badass moves that we've ever seen in the sports history. So I think a lot of people are just naturally rooting for that because they're like, man, if he's willing to do that, you know, heck, I want to see him win it all. Um, but I just don't know if they're emotionally ready for all this and can they put that full race together. Um, and then you got Bell. And Bell just seems like, is he really ready to be a champion? I mean, he's he's clearly talented. People forget that, that he is cut from the same cloth as Kyle Larson. He just doesn't go win a bunch of World of Outlaw races. Came up the same way, has won more Chili Bowls, has done a lot of things Larson's done. He's just not as popular, and he hadn't won as many in as many different vehicles. Uh, but but Bell is cut from that same cloth. That being said, I got to stick with my original pick. I also feel like, because I've clearly I ended up picking both of my favorites in both series on Saturday and Sunday, I feel like when you truly don't know, you kind of just got to lean towards your favorite. I'm not confident in the pick at all. But I'm going to roll with the nine car. I've picked them since uh, since we did these predictions 10 weeks ago. I'm going to stick with them now. And uh, Chase Elliott wins championship number two in the Cup Series. What the fuck are you doing, Tyler? <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> trying to do something funny. I was getting ready. If anyone was going to pick Chase Elliott, I was going to mess with my lights. going to be like, whoa. But obviously, it didn't work out like that. <laughs> oh, my Got goodness. It. Got it. Um, uh, sorry. What the heck? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. So let's, let's break this down because as, as much as Tyler and Will, um, talked, they didn't do a good job explaining. Uh, Johnny, Johnny, this is where you're coming for the both of us. Let's go. Yeah. So they did a, they did a pretty bad job explaining what's going to happen here. So first of all, I, I, Ross Chastain, <laughs> I, I think hold people on, forget. Hold on, before you go, can we just look at Tyler? I, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he, he basically was just like, yeah, I heard these guys talk. Uh, they sucked at this. Uh, I'm going to show you some real talent here. I'm like, oh, well, wow. Couple I love of being on the show. No losers about to come up. No, no. Stop. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. First of all, uh, so all the people that are like Ross Chastain, yes, it would be a, a great story, but do, do people understand that this guy, <laughs> yes, he's had a very consistent season. The guy's won two races, a super speedway and a road course. 
So let, let's not like go crazy. Great. I mean, like the, he's literally won two races, a road course and a super speedway. So I, I have to, I, I, the move was great, but the move was to finish fifth. So again, let's like, let's pump the brakes on Ross. Um, he's a, he's a great talent. I'm so happy for him to see him in this position because like I said, with the, with the Barry thing, Josh Barry, like the, the amount of steps that it took Ross Chastain to get to this point in his career. I mean, that, that's something you have to root for, but I mean, the facts are the facts. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think he gets it done on, on Sunday. I, I don't, I mean, in the numbers, the, the numbers don't lie. Then you look at chase Elliott and to Tyler's point, like it can be done. And, and Kyle Bush is a prime example, but like, be honest with yourself, Will. Anything you've seen in the last two months, does it tell you that Chase Elliott is ready to win this championship with the, with the, the current nine team constructed the way it is with all the data they, they've acquired from the last like two months and how they've ran? Like, do you think you see that car in victory lane? I, I don't see why it couldn't. Why are the other three any better? Christopher uh, Bale has had his back against the wall in four of the last six weeks. So, again, he's caught fire. Do you expect the 20 car to catch fire for the third time in two months? And then the I 22 do. is the 22 is who I'm most worried about because Logano's Logano. But yes, Logano hadn't ran very hot either. I mean, he's been better than the nine car, obviously. But you have the same exact team that won a championship two weeks ago with the same exact driver that leads the series in almost every statistical category with Alan Gustafson, who I do not always agree with has proven that he could put together a championship run. Okay. Well, um, so I think you also forgot <laughs> that um, Chase Elliott has won three, uh, what, one, two, three, four, five races this season. Two of them are super speedways. One of them, he wasn't even the car that finished in first place. He didn't so, even lead a lap in that race, and he won that race. Right. So so the only thing that he has going for him is the two, like, what I would consider, like, good wins for him, Dover and Nashville, both one-mile tracks. So that helps in terms of, of Phoenix. But, again, like, you know, all, all this preach about Elliott, it's like he's a good super speedway racer. This isn't a super speedway. And another race that he won, he he didn't lead a single lap. Hey, so, I love how he's been regulated to just a good plate driver. No, I said he's say, very good. Hey, 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 those aren't real wins. Those aren't real wins. He's only got, you know, 18 total, but he's only a really good plate driver. Armani, I'm preaching for us. Come on. <laughs> you have a better job, man. Come on. Uh all right, so so that's my thing with Elliot. Like he he's got like two to me like legitimate wins that I think could could kind of translate to me seeing him in Phoenix. And the last time he he won a a, a race on this style track was like June in Nashville. So it's been a while for for the nine car. Um, I look at the twenty car. You guys have known like how high I was on Christopher Bell coming into the playoffs. I had him getting into the final four. I thought he'd win a few races. I didn't think he'd win. <laughs> I didn't think he'd win Martinsville and and the Roval. Um, but I I knew that I could see him getting to this position because of the kind of he was the the fastest Toyota on road courses this season. He was the fastest Toyota on intermediate tracks this season. 
Um, and I just thought the schedule in the playoffs suited him well. He did it a different way, but nonetheless, he is here. Um, I just think in, in terms of like everything that's happened, two walk-off wins in a row, I don't think he can get a third. And I'm super high on the 20 car. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets it done because guess who put a bet on him? After he won the Martinsville race, the dude's odds were plus 550 to win the championship. And like the next, the rest of the field was like plus 250, plus 300. I'm like, did they, did they watch the damn race? So that was a steal. So I got to pat myself on the back there. Um, but I'm with you, Armani. And I, we've said this from the beginning since the playoff bracket came out. When you look at the versatility of the 22 team, they have won and been fast at every single type of track we have had this season. Super speedways, the dude won the clash. He won at an intermediate in Vegas. He won at um, what's very similar, a gateway. He won at gateway, which is very similar, flat one mile to Phoenix. So you look at Joey Logano in the body of work that he has put together this season in terms of like the different types of tracks. He's done it everywhere. He's the, what I think one of the most clutch drivers, he's got the mindset and I will was talking well, like the 22, you know, he, he kind of, we haven't really seen him or maybe it was Tyler. We haven't really seen much out of him, but he had a great day at Vegas. The 22 was just playing those last two races. He was just coasting around. He, he didn't need to do anything. He was waiting. He focused in on this race. And I am telling you, Joey Logano will get his second cup series championship this Sunday. He is the guy I think throughout the season, the 22 team has been locked in from start to finish of the season. He has been from, from day one with the clash to day, whatever this is, the final race of the season. He has won throughout the whole season and been good throughout the whole season. That's facts. Was him the, at Johnny, the most compared- with the political campaign over here for Logano. So That's him facts. finishing eight, hold on. So him finishing eighth at Phoenix in the spring. Ninth at Nashville and 24th at New Hampshire, the most comparable track to Phoenix, has you that confident rolling in. He won Gateway, another flat. Okay, this isn't Gate, but this isn't Gateway. Okay, neither is the rest of those. I tracks. agree. With you. Neither is New Hampshire. I hate the comparison. All I'm going to say is he has a 14th place average finish the last five weeks. Now I will agree with you. They probably have just rolled relaxed the last two weeks, and the 22 is who I think is the. I think he could arguably be the favorite rolling in. I think it will be between the 22 and the nine car. So you make some fair points. But I think I just want to remind you that Joe Ligano has disappeared half the season. I also keep in mind this. Um, in the last three season finale races at Phoenix, he does lead about 93-plus laps. He does lead a lot of laps in this race, but for some reason he cannot close out the race, so we do got to keep that one in mind as well. I- I'm not saying that he's not going to be a-, a good competitor in that race. I just don't know if he's going to be able to close it out. All right, well, wow. I'll give my thoughts and takes. We'll start. I'll start off with Joey Logano, who at the beginning of these predictions, I said he would win the championship. Out of all four, Logano is last, really in every category, minus wins and laps led. He's 10 top fives, least out of all drivers, 16 top tens, least out of all drivers. He does only have four DNFs, which is tied with bets with Chase Elliott. Laps led, he's third to last. Stage wins, he does have six, which is around the same ballpark as Chastain and Chase Elliott. 
Logano, like I said, he just he's just been non-existent. He's been quiet. But then again, when you win at Las Vegas and you basically get a two-week vacation, more or less, you don't even really need to show up. You can just take your time and just cruise and relax because you know that you're not even getting stage points or any stage wins or playoff points from, you know, any if you do anything in the race. So Logano, like I said, the reason I picked him is because he is that sleeper driver. You know, he's that driver that you just never, like, you could just never count him out. And he really is probably at this point, probably the most boring pick just because you know he's going to be a threat. You know he will be in contention. So Logano, that 22 team, is one you just never count out. Even in years like 2018 when he won the championship, people counted him out. He went on and won the title. I think a year like 2020 where he was basically non-existent all year, he went out and made the Final Four. So Joey Logano, that 22 team, I would not be surprised if they're running up front early and they stay in contention throughout the entire race. Christopher Listen, Bell? Well, go, you go. We know the real reason that uh, you guys are picking. I've got the real reason here. Go ahead, Almighty. Go ahead. All right. Now, let me hear this real reason. No, I, I got a real reason why Johnny's picking it, but you finish your analysis. All right. So, Christopher Bell, I've been propping him really since the playoffs began or really ever since the first round and how I thought he's really the championship favorite just because – out of everyone so far in these playoffs, at least this year, I could say, obviously, Logano's won the title, Chase has won the title, and we saw what Chastain just did just to get to the Final Four. But Bell has really been the only one all year, at least in the playoffs, to where if his back against the wall, he could come out and rise to the occasion. You could say, oh, what about Chase Elliott? He's been kind of flirting with that cut line. He has so many playoff points, it doesn't even really matter. Chastain, he pulled that Hail Mary. Joey's locked himself in, so he's basically had to do nothing. But Bell has really been the only one. Now, granted, a lot of it is self-inflicted. Then again, you also have instances like Las Vegas where, you know, he gets knocked out without his own doing. But he's the only driver throughout these playoffs this year that when his back against the wall, his back is against the wall, he can deliver. That is why I've been so high on him. Now, like Will said, is he going to be able to do that three times basically in a row when his back is against the wall? That is asking for a lot. If so far the results are showing me that he can, but is he going to be able to do it? I will say Phoenix is a very good track for Chris Revelle. He always runs up front here, and he has a couple wins in Xfinity. Granted, Xfinity is completely different from the Cup Series. I've talked about that ad nauseum, but he does have success at this track. Ross Chastain, he – I really don't know what to say about Chastain because we've never seen him in this position before. We've never seen him, this team. This is just such an unknown for Chastain. I know he's made the Final Four in trucks before, but he didn't even win the title there. He's never made a Final Four in Xfinity. So we've never seen Chastain in a championship winning position or track house in a championship winning position. And you do have to keep in mind, there are some drivers out there who might want to, you know, race them a little bit rougher because of things in the past. One of them is Chase Elliott, might I add, you know, because of what happened at Gateway. So these drivers have a long memory. They don't forget things. So I'm not saying they're going to go out and wreck Ross Chastain, but they're not going to cut him any slack either. Chastain is really the biggest wild card just because I don't know what he's going to do. I really don't. We've never seen him or this team in this position. And then Chase Elliott, he just feels like the Kyle Busch of 2019 where he was so good throughout the regular season. Then come playoff time, he just completely disappears, falls off a cliff. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like what Tyler said, Chase Elliott just goes out and dominates the race to win his second championship. It 
feels like that's what's going to happen. Honestly, he should be the championship favorite. The betting odds have him as the championship favorite just because he does lead the league in almost every category minus top fives. That honor goes to Chastain, but I'm going to stick with my original prediction that I made nine weeks ago, and I'm going to say that Joey Logano manages to shock the world, and everyone's going to be like, really, Logano won the championship? Because the other three can have a storyline. Bell winning the championship, that'd be a storyline. Ross Chastain be a storyline. Chase Elliott be a storyline. Joey just feels like the most, it feels like the vanilla version of who would win the championship. But I'm going to stick with what I, I'm going to stick with my original prediction, and I'm going to say that Joey Logano wins the championship. Like now, I said, Will, with, let's oh. hear, I'm sorry. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I'm Go sorry, ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I want to hear Will's, Will's, um, well, for one, I love how you're like, it feels like Chase Elliott's going to win, but Joey Logano is going to be your champion. Anyway, <laughs> no, I know the reason that Johnny is picking Joey and why he's riding so hard for him. And I can tell you that reason right, right now. Tell us. Because he's a damn Yankee. All right. Chase <laughs> 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 Elliott's from Georgia. Ross Chastain's from Florida. Of course, he picks the one guy above the Mason Dixon and has just got to die on that hill. At least he's I mean, loyal, I have man. To. He's my boy. He's my <laughs> oh, boy. He's man. one of the only guys we got from up here. Ryan Priest is I mean, too good for the Cup but, Series. But, what? Shit. Yeah. That's. And Alfredo's yeah, not that's good enough. And that's why, literally, I told Armani, this is just a Priest thing because I have to roast Johnny about this. Ryan Priest was so bad that JTG didn't even replace him. They had to shut down the whole 37 team. Oh, come on. You know that's not true. I know. But what do you expect from a guy who was born into the Patriots dynasty? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. Now, I – uh, I last thing I have to say is Armani. It's good to have you on the right side of history. Oh God, what is oh, this? Are you about to release a political fuck. statement? No, <laughs> no, I'm just. That's saying. what I'm saying. Johnny's making a whole political campaign. Next thing you know, <laughs> oh, dude, gonna... Johnny is willing to die on this hill. I think all three, the other three of us, are like, listen, anything can happen. You know, I respect all four of these guys. I could see all four of them winning it. Johnny's like, listen, there might as well be one car on the track on Sunday, and it's the 22 machine. I'm hey, Johnny. I, and I, I, I'm, this I'm okay at this point because um, – He's going to see well, Joey up front things. that he's going to tweet stop the count. Two, well, hold on. Two, <laughs> not, no. <laughs> <laughs> two, two things. Uh, first thing, I, I think it was like Tuesday, uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday, I uh, saw in my account, my betting account, that I had placed a – I accidentally placed a bet in May for Ross Chastain to win the championship. Don't know why. Don't know how (laughs) in May. Um, So that's okay. I got the bell odds, uh, which were great. I put the Logano bet. Oh, uh, my. Did we not talk about this earlier? (laughs) He He didn't bet on all four drivers. Oh, my God. No stress. All four drivers. No oh, stress for me. I'm pretty sure we mentioned this when we talked about it when the playoffs started. No, you, you told not me I, I pick one. It's Logano. All four drivers. I got Logano. That's my one. But the other thing I was going to say that we've actually forgotten about <laughs> is let's not forget that Kyle Larson is also racing for something this weekend. So, you know, d- don't count him out too because I think the ideal situation for, <laughs> for Hendrick would be Larson wins the race, Elliott went, comes in second. So Larson, you know, Larson is another guy you got to put in this category that 
he he's he has nothing to lose and he's still technically in it which is really stupid but he is so uh that's a fifth guy that you gotta at least watch out for because he's got nothing to lose i didn't even think about this you're right you, you do got larson in that owner's championship what i didn't think about is chase elliott's not in the owner's championship so right. i don't know about you guys but it might be a bad thing if you see someone like Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson win the owner's championship, because then you lead to that confusion. And then everyone's going to be like, Oh, what you, you, you don't totally win the championship. It, it could, like it could be an issue about the owner's championship. Yeah. The owner's championship should just be something that exists that nobody knows about. Well, Larson's going to race for it. That's for damn sure. That is true. Yeah. Hey, better watch out for Bubba Wallace out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say um, a few minutes back was I think in the, during this race, you're going to have everybody at one point have a shiny moment. I feel like you're going to have every single one of these drivers be able to lead a lap here and there. They may not all be the strongest at the end. They may not all be the strongest at the beginning, but all of them are going to have their strong points. It's just the way the next gen car has been. So either way, you're going to have to watch the race from beginning to end, and you're not going to know what's going to happen. It's most likely going to be how last year was. It's going to come down to one final pit stop. Yeah. Whoever gets off a pit road, that is what is happening. Here's the only thing I will say is normally we can say that all four drivers have proven to be level-headed race car drivers. Mm-hmm. Ross Chastain just showed you that there's at least one guy <laughs> in the four that will do literally anything to win the championship. So I just watch out for that because if you get a late race restart, they've already talked about how teams are literally testing in the sim. Can they ride the wall in three and four at Phoenix? Like they're already running through these scenarios. So all I'm saying is at least it gives us a wild card. You never know what could happen when the mail turn hard left in turn. What would that be? Turn turn. Yeah. Turn three. You cut it super hard left. You cut off that whole side of the track and you get to the finish line quick. I've done it in heat five. It works. Isn't there still a pit? Didn't they extend pit wall? No, I don't think so. No, you can get there. He said, we'll find out. You can get there. He said, I I could do it in Heat 5. They could do it in real life. Yeah, you can do it. Oh, well, we'll go. I just, God, now I just, I really don't need Joey Logano to win the championship. (laughs) I can't deal with both Armani and Johnny being right. We'll be right. We'll we'll see Chase Elliott win. Who would you rather deal with being right, me or Johnny? Oh, listen, I've determined on this podcast that Johnny needs to be the next Colin Gowherd. Because he will set me aflame with the stuff that he says. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like Colin, I don't care, that, I don't care that he's the least consistent driver and has the most disappearance of all four of them. He will 100% without a doubt, no bones about it, be your champion. Correct. <laughs> That's a great point. Man, it's a great, you know, Will, I'm glad you're coming over to the side, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be on the right side of history, my friend. Oh, my oh God. Lord. But, again, you're looking at a guy that could care less because I did some Because you bet on all four drivers, you're going to make money regardless, huh? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. He's not even confident in his pick. You have to bet on the I will three. say, if you guys do end up betting on this, uh, make sure you place it after practice and qualifying because the odds are going to shift heavily when these guys, like, if anybody starts in the back. Mm. Well, More listen, you, you know. if, the, if the nine car starts in the back, it's probably over with because that's how it works for Agent Motorsports. Oh, yeah. 
said that in 2016 when Jimmy won. I said that in 2020 when Chase won. <sighs> All righty. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. You guys got anything to say before we sign off? Just make sure to watch these races this week. And I think every single one of them, you have at least, and I mean at least three drivers in each of these series who can run for the championship. It, it's going to be awesome just watching these races. Oh, yeah, dude. I cannot wait. I literally have nothing else playing this weekend. Unfortunately, the truck race is 10 p.m. my time. So, you know, we'll have to, you know, weather through that because, you know, I, at, at this point, I've apparently become an old man who goes to bed at 830. So, uh, works well for the people the on the West Coast. That, but Saturday and Sunday, I will be hyped. Is it really 10 o'clock on a Friday night? No, well, it's 7 for me. East Coast time. Well, yeah, you're yeah, East Coast. Time. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. 10 p.m. Holy shit. Tyler's the only one Would who is you stop swearing, Johnny? <laughs> hey, Johnny, Ooh, that Johnny, sucks. Johnny, Johnny, why are you cussing? Johnny's probably God. half asleep right now. True. I am. I got up early. He's so many, you know, so many bets he has to place throughout the day. <laughs> That's Johnny right. Hartford. He's got a he's got a bet that all four win, all four finish in the top five. Well, you know, he, top he literally has to bet on every sporting event across the country every day to make sure he wins. No, I just do hey, NASCAR and football. Don't ever move to Nevada, Johnny. It's not it's not a good a healthy place <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, my last thing. Um, you guys had some last words, so um, go Logano, go Gregson, go uh, Chandler Smith. God, he, we actually ended up agreeing on two of the picks. That's the that's the sad part. And then John's going to be like, go Joey, go Chase, go Bell, go Chastain. <laughs> yeah, whoever. Listen, all I care about on Saturday and Sunday, because I really don't care what happens Friday, is and this applies to both my guys, is – it's looking mighty fine with engine engine number nine. Good Lord. Oh, well, that is one way to have a 100th episode. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I almost forgot this was episode 100 of the ministry just because we got just so in depth with whatever this was. Championship, baby. Let's go. Here's cheers to hoping and praying that there's no way there's a hundred more of these. Oh, come on now. That's not nice. No, he knows it. Don't worry. You'll be on at least 50 of them. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be on episode 200 and 250 and 300. If it gets to a thousand, though, there may be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll have to hear about all of Johnny's bets on Brexton Bush winning his third consecutive cup. Let's go. Oh, God. Once again, y'all, thank you guys for episode 100 of the Motorsport Ministry. Huge milestone. Will doesn't want another 100 episodes, but we're going to make sure we get another 100 episodes. So stay tuned. And once again, thank you guys so much. I'll let you guys drop your socials before we sign off. Oh, before I get skipped, I might as well do mine. So make sure to- <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Someone just go. All right. Make sure to follow me at the back of the field. My podcast is NASCAR Field Fillers. You can also look me up on YouTube at Vanilla Wafer, starting to post some videos there, all NASCAR related. So make sure to stop by there and just enjoy some NASCAR. Even though we're near the end of the season, I'm going to keep on posting. Johnny on the track at J-O-T-T underscore podcast on Twitter. Johnny on the track on YouTube. And then Johnny on the track on Action Network. 
Let's go have a great championship Sunday. Thanks for having me, Armani. And um, good thing I cussed a lot because that means that you have to go back and edit this to bleep them all out. Oh, I'm not editing any of this stuff. All right, Great. good. Sounds good. Well, if it, I would give people my Twitter, which is at NASCAR underscore opinion, <laughs> but it, it, it's suspended for, for six more days. So literally the, the, the tweet I got suspended for was because I said that Brandon Jones should smack the dog food out of Ty Gibbs. Whoa. What did I just watch? What an idiot. <laughs> and that was flagged as violence. Did you say food or did you say something Oh, I else? said food. I didn't even drop the F. I try not to cuss, especially that heavily of a cuss word on Twitter. Okay. Why are you cuss? So, you know, I've already appealed it because this is like the best time of the year to even be on NASCAR Twitter. So we can all watch the meltdown of when Ty Gibbs breaks all three on the final lap to win the championship. Oh, good but Lord, apparently I, I will not be a part of it. <laughs> oh, good Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Anyways, once again, thank you all for episode 100 of the Motorsport Ministry. If you guys want to listen to all previous episodes of the Motorsport Ministry, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Amazon Music. You can find all 99 other episodes on those major platforms. But once again, Tyler, Will, Johnny, thank you for coming on. And once again, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next time.